Hi investors, welcome to SOIC. So in today's podcast, so what I thought about was that I will discuss a very very interesting and a very important concept because most of the investors or most of the investors I interact with who are just new to the game, problem is that they think that there are perfect opportunities and that they live in an idealistic world. But let me tell you that there is no perfect opportunity at all. But to lay the case out in front of you. First, I'll just talk about two key aspects. First key aspect is actually coming from political philosophy, or from the subject of philosophy. So, as you know, uh, I try to read across subjects, whether it is philosophy, whether it is whether it is political science, history, economics, accounting, finance, or about different different industries. because purpose of being a multidisciplinary is to actually take ideas from each and every uh, field and try to apply them in your own life so one of the key aspects that i've actually found in philosophy is plato's theory of forms now what plato's theory of forms says uh basically just imagine a horse or just imagine a tree once you imagine a tree you have this form of the tree in your mind that the tree will have a perfect shape that the tree will be green and the tree will have sort of like a perfect structure as it exists in your imagination but problem with this is that in reality rarely such trees exist similar things apply to human beings right so uh in your imagination the type of friend that you want to have you uh, want someone who's always trustable you want some uh, someone who's always honest you want someone who's always dependable but in reality that perfection just doesn't exist there are degrees of perfection but there is never true perfection this is the theory of form that in our theory or in our mind we have these theories of things being perfect but when it comes to the real world things are rarely ever perfect things are rarely ever perfect in a relationship even though you can be happy things are rarely ever perfect so suppose in in my case uh, if i just play football i used to play very good but i got a knee injury almost 2 years ago ever since then my game is just just so so i i just cannot run be after uh, 60 50 50 to 60 minutes right because things can never ever be perfect even in one's life or in when it comes to one aspect now linked to this idea is the concept of probabilities one of the key books that i've like one book which i really love is by the name of zurich axioms by max kunther and in this book there is a quotation which becomes extremely interesting to read that adventure is what makes life worth living and the way to have an adventure is to expose yourself to risk and the trick he said over and over again in any number of contexts is to disregard what everybody tells you until you have thought it through for yourself that is the ability to think independently and apart from that the ability to expose yourself to risk there are people who live with fd and they die with fd and they do not realize that inflations have eaten their returns now one of the key concepts which joins uh, the both these theories of probabilities risk and theory of forms to investing is actually what mr peter lynch said so in one of the recent books in which there are in which there are plenty of interviews i think name of the book was richer wiser and happier 
So one of the key aspects in the introduction of that book which I realized after reading was that Mr Beetlein says that if someone truly wants to understand investing just make them play poker poker is actually a game which is based on probabilities so there is this quadrant the quadrant says that you can have a good process but you can have a bad outcome you can have a good process but you or you can also have a good outcome you can do a good process or or you can do a bad process and then sometimes that can lead to a good outcome or you can have a bad process and that leads to a bad outcome this is the quadrant of basically a uh, process and outcome similar to this what is important is the ability to understand probabilities when it comes to life when it comes to investing at all the times suppose you're invested in a company so let me give you an example uh, suppose I, uh, so again uh, this is uh, not an investment advice but suppose i was invested or i'm still invested in a company by the name of apl apollo we held the stock way back since the end of the 2017 end and uh, 2018 mid so i think our uh, buying price pre split was somewhere close to 900 rupees or 1000 rupees stock went from 1000 to almost 1800 to 1900 then it again collapsed to 1000 but business itself was getting stronger and there were plenty of inventory losses through which apl apollo went through for a period of entire one year but competitive positioning of the business was intact i think post split today uh, like all the bonuses and split if you account for it i think stock price is somewhere close to it might be close to 7500 uh from from that uh, from that buying price this is the role that probabilities play it took almost 3 and a half to 4 years to for the thesis to work out but how many investors have this amount of patience right and secondly what is important is that the company has actually changed the trajectory earlier they were talking about value added products now it ends up showing an ebitda per ton the profitability right but all these things they took time because it's a business at the end we are dealing with now linked to this in today's session i think one of the key takeaways that you should have is that probabilities and the importance of risk and reward is inbuilt into every investment unless or until you're doing that coffee can type investing even over there there is a probability that you might end up not making money for 5 years because you're buying these companies at pe's of 100 and 120 times right and uh, an earnings growth of 10 to 15% cannot justify these pe multiples and apart from that if some people argue that free cash flow is growing at a higher rate even that doesn't justify at the end of the day because if your free cash flow is growing at a higher rate then what happens all of us all of a sudden is that you're not putting up money in capex because if you have cash flow from operation and if you're not putting up money in capex then your free cash flow grows at a higher rate than your profits right but after a period of time that is just not possible that your free cash flow cannot outpace the growth of your profits over a very long period of time even when the uh, adjustments for working capital are done and these adjustments are aren't just there in asian paints case right this is also a key aspect in such type of investing there is also probability that you might not make money for 5 years because in last decade there was a massive divergence so we might be extrapolating that at the end investing is nothing but a game of probability risk and reward it is which type of probability probabilistic game you are willing to play that is what matters the most This is why this is one field which generates the most amount of debate. Now, linked to this, today's idea that we'll be discussing is actually uh, not only of one company, but we'll be discussing two companies. 
first company that i'll discuss with you i won't tell you the name of the company i'll tell you the name of the company towards the end but first i'd like to uh, sh- share the confusion with you the confusion that i am suffering from the prob the probabilistic thinking through which i am going right now name of the uh, not the name of the business but the business is actually a global steel wire and and wire rope leader uh if i just talk about the business so business uh, so uh, i'm not naming the business but it is india's largest producer of steel wires and steel wire ropes and strands and apart from that conveyor cords the applications of these products are in needle wires watch springs automobile components and they are also used in industries such as uh, oil and gas engineering they are also used in industries such as real estate uh, construction mining so one example is aerial haulage so basically what that means is that uh, if you ever basically um, if you have ever looked at a tram a tram that is suspended in air so that is an example of an aerial haulage right so wire for that is also made by this company and this company has actually uh, also one of the world market leaders so one of the projects that these companies did so one of the famous bridge that is made uh, out of the wire of this company is a lions gate bridge in canada so again this company has a global footprint and one more interesting thing is that the type of uh, products that this company operates in now it requires a lot of customization and a lot of uh, basically there's a lot of critical application because once the once the wire is installed or or once the rope is installed you do not want the rope or the wire to break right because it is a critical application product and uh, f- because of this critical applica- applicability there are two entry barriers in this industry first entry barrier in this industry is that it takes a lot of time to approve the vendor maybe somewhere close to 4 to 6 years second entry barrier in this industry is that if you do not have any old or uh, any old reputation you just cannot enter the industry today if i set up a aroda steel wire shop and if i want to enter this industry i just won't get the projects right if someone is trying to build a suspension bridge or uh, basically trying to install elevator ropes they won't just give me the project because i haven't proven myself so there is also a gestation period of time that is involved in this industry and the company that i'm and that i'm basically t- uh, talking about uh, right here is a company which um, basically inaugurated its operation way back in 1960 so it has had a very good uh, period of history as well in the, in in such an industry i think uh, the, the, so this is one of the key aspects to look at and one interesting thing about the business is that they actually make steel wires but this is where i'll uh, basically point out the risk to you risk first risk is that this company actually in last decade that is between 2000 to 2010 so no, not between 2010 to 2020 this company did backward integration and actually set up a steel a steel plant right and that steel plant was for 1 million tons per annum and they took a lot of debt for it almost 40 300 crores of debt if you just check the balance sheet of the company so i'll just point out the balance sheet the borrowings of this company rose close to almost 4400 crores in 2016 and whereas the equity capital was only the, the entire equity was only 1320 crores so the debt to equity was almost close to 3.5 to 4 times right and one of the second risk that this company has 
is basically uh, there is uh, so i'll discuss this risk in depth but one of the risk was that there was a fight between the promoters between the two promoter families these are some of the two key risk third key risk is that the company has almost 400 crores of contingent liabilities which are basically uh, which are back dated to almost 2006 and 2010 issues now let's talk about why is this opportunity interesting and basically as we keep talking at soic the sources of variant perception that what are the variant perceptions how to generate opportunities in such a market so first things first the company does almost a 13000 ebitda per ton so apl apollo ke case mein we have seen a dozen ebitda per ton of uh, this time 60 6700 but on an average of 4000 5000 rupees whereas this company is doing an ebitda per ton of almost 13000 rupees second interesting thing that each and every rope or wire has to be customized according to your customer so there there are plenty of skus or stock keeping units that are involved so that is again a source of competitive advantage that becomes because you need a lot of experience in handling those skus and another key interesting thing is that company is actually currently focusing a lot on the value added products so what are the sources of variant perception and why is this opportunity interesting so first let me point out uh, basically what has happened now the steel uh, mill or the or the or the steel plant which the company set up by taking on a lot of debt this they have recently sold that steel plant to uh, to uh, to a tata group company i think tata steel long products i think uh, tata long right they've sold off the plant for almost 42 to 4300 crores i'll just check the credit rating and i'll just get the number to they've sold off the plant to uh, tslpl i think tata steel long products and they've uh, recently i think they've Uh, they have received the amount and there is close to 160 crores of amount which they still have to receive by selling this plant they have been able to deleverage the leverage or the borrowing on the balance sheet has fallen from 4500 crores to 530 crores in 2021 now this is one aspect which points towards the reward that what is eventually happening so basically the commodity business has been sold and only the value added product business has been left in the company second key change that has been happening in the business second key change was that i told you that there there was a fight between two promoters but in 2017 what happened that uh, sbi basically uh, all the consortium of lenders they took a decisive action and they removed the other promoter from the board and now that other promoter has been selling his stock and the uh, and the first promoter that we talked about he has got the main uh, basically he is the one who's running the show right now so that is one more key uh, key change that has happened in the business so promoter issues are also going uh, which which are basically going down so promoter issue is not also not also too much of an issue right now but the former promoter still holds almost 15 to 20% of the company so he's been selling his uh, stake publicly so that that can be a risk because uh, the demand for, because the supply of the stock will remain uh, for a period of time but if the business is strong then i think it could be resolved and then one more interesting thing in the business is that they are yet to receive so i think uh, this net debt has further fallen to almost uh, 342 crores on a consolidated basis 342 to 350 crores and one interesting thing is that they'll be getting almost 170 to 180 crores from tata sponge uh, the company that they've uh, sold their uh, uh, steel plant to 
so through that one uh, through the amount that they'll get they can basically effectively become almost net debt free right so current debt is almost 330 to 340 crores they are yet to receive 160 crores from tata's bonds so that is basically almost uh, the company will be debt free the the debt to equity of the company will nearly fall to uh, a ratio of almost from uh, i think it will fall to almost close to 0.1 times which is negligible an interesting thing to note is that on the competitive landscape the company has a listed competitor by the name of bharat wire ropes and bharat wire ropes is a company which has negative reserves right now so that is a company which is basically loaded with debt and that company might not be able to survive until or unless there is an equity infusion so name of the business that we are talking about is usha martin and usha martin is actually the leading supplier of steel wire and steel ropes in the country now risk i've laid i've laid out the risk for you that there is a contingent liability of 400 crores dating back to 2006 into 2010 so almost contingent liability as a percentage of net worth of the business is almost 30% so that is part of the risk second source of risk is promoter uh, stake has been pledged because of the loans that they took from icic bank it's a le- it's a legacy loan but once they become debt free so i think that pledge will also entirely go away so that is a second source of risk which could be solved third key source of risk that we ta- talked about in the business in the beginning was that there is a perception issue in the stock market because the business had a very bad past this is why we get such a strong company uh, which is nearly a market leader and almost as 15 to 20% roc at a pe multiple of barely 11 times 11 to 12 times and and a market cap to ebitda multiple of 8 times so again that is the that is the issue or the perception issue that the market has over the company but now let's talk about the reward what can potentially happen first thing that can potentially happen so clearly this is a t- turn around situation so first thing that can potentially happen is that we are seeing a revival in the capex cycle so the sale growth can resume so that is one thing to look out for second potentiality to look out for in the company is the removal of the entire pledge which they have actually talked about in the um, uh, agm of the business third key potential source of what can happen or or the source of reward what can happen in this business is that through free cash flow generation it's been almost let me just uh, tell you that the last dividend that they announced was in 2012 and before that they announced a dividend payout of 22% now it's been almost a decade since they haven't announced any dividend and in the agm they also mentioned that they'll be announcing a dividend if that dividend is announced that dividend alone in now is enough to re-rate the company right because the market will get confidence in the cash flows of the company which perhaps is one of the most important things because cash flows are extremely strong profit after tax of the company was 200 crores on a dtm basis whereas cash flow from operations were 214 crores so more than 100% conversion of pat into cash flow from operations and fourth key thing that can happen in this business is the promoter who's running the show right now i think i'll just uh, try to get his name for you i think the promoter uh, that is rajiv jawar basically if he's also ex- uh, like increasing his stake and prashant jawar is the one who's selling his stake so if rajiv jawar becomes the basically uh, his stake has already gone up and he's actually the promoter right now 
and if prashant jawa sold sells out sells out his stake entirely so the promoter issue will also be a part of the past this is the part of risk this is the part of reward and this is why there is nothing perfect in this field or or in this journey because there will be opportunities where you have, you'll have to think about the where you'll have to think about the view of risk and reward there is nothing that is perfect in this world because potentially what can happen in this business is that uh, they're guiding for a 100 to 120 crore of capex and they are guiding for increasing value added products as a percentage of mix so current gross margin is almost close to 44% and if the product mix changes the margins can expand if the capex kicks in if there is a revival in capital goods space which we are seeing right now this business can actually do an ebitda or an operating profit of 400 to 450 crores two years down the line so effectively you are buying this company at five times ebitda of fy23 fy24 so uh, what is the upside i don't know what is the downside seems negligible what is the risk i've laid out all the risk for you there is a contingent liability risk that we that dates back to 2006 if that is solved that wouldn't be an issue and actually you should read the credit rating of the business and higher, like one court has already ruled in their favor so that issue can also get solved so this is why we get such opportunities at a pe multiple of 10 to 11 times and this is why it becomes interesting that whenever a business is at a pe of 10 to 12 times always question yourself why is it at a pe of 10 to 12 times what is wrong what is the market missing or what am i missing right this is why this is a game of risk and reward and this is why very few people can play this game because they are stuck in momentum they want the next they they basically want linear returns linear returns in this game sometimes they just don't happen in very few stocks will just go up linearly right second company that i'll talk about is sequent scientific now sequent again reported a bad results right because the api business went down even the formulation business grew but because api business has higher margins and it it has better asset returns the business went down because formulation business they are still setting it up but problem what happened in uh, sequence case was they also announced a further investment plan or a further gestation plan for basically growing the company even faster in the long term now this investment or this business will be painful for a short term trader or a short term investor right so a short term investor is nothing but actually a short term trader only who has a view of 6 to 7 months but the way they are gaining capabilities and the type of uh, uh, like uh, categories they are getting into now i think the growth will be even faster post fy23 24 fy22 will be a year where all these exporters will take a hit because of freight cost and and these issues but i think this is a part of long term investing i could have sold apl apollo between 2017 to 2019 where i effect, where i effectively made zero returns but at the end after after 4 years i got the reward similarly this is the case of risk and reward what is the risk there could be a time time wise sideways movement for almost 12 to 18 months what is the reward this company i still feel could or i still think could be a 15 to 20000 crore market cap company by 20 fi 24 25 so that is a reward worth waiting for in my opinion uh, like just the way i invest someone else can have a different opinion right so again this is a game of risk and reward and there is no perfect opportunity and this is the key takeaway i want you to have from this podcast 
and i think uh, this was one of my like best podcast because um reading about companies like usha martin and uh, presenting to you the company in 10 15 minutes through a voice note uh, took a lot of thinking time to how to basically simplify this process do read the business and do uh, let us know on soic's twitter account that how like did you like the podcast or not and you can use the hashtag hashtag #soic thank you for joining us hope to see you in the next podcast of soic